0: Welcome to the peony. The peony. The peony. The, peony, the, peony, the peony. Peony. Welcome to the peony. <laughs> Where all the ding dongs play, right? Is that hey. was that the last line? <laughs> yeah, it could be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> dope, dope. Uh, everybody, I'm Lex and I'm Julia. Hello, Hello. welcome, welcome to, the to
1: our meditation corner. Just kidding. <laughs> gotcha.
0: <laughs> Imagine just the two of us trying to run a meditation app. I would nap a lot. Probably.
1: I wonder how that would go. I feel like we would either overcommit and like really get into it and like pimp out our space and get the sage and get the incense and get like, like really lean into it right now. (sighs) Maybe feeling some tension want you to just take a deep breath. Or we go so far in the comedy direction that we get <laughs> fired. Oh. <laughs> All right, everybody. Feet flat on the floor. <laughs> the calm <laughs> app people are just like, um, never mind.
0: I'm we gonna listened. have to fire you. Yeah. Well, they're lost, you know?
1: <laughs> we'll just start our own <laughs> meditation app oh dear (laughs) we're gonna do it all like joe pesci style all long island and new jersey accents (laughs) all right
0: what do you got to be stressed about (laughs) i just want you to take a deep breath no just take it through your nose through your nose and then out your mouth but like don't spit on anybody that's not right (laughs) nailed it thank you Thank you. I was trying to channel my family as much as I could. <laughs> brought me back, brought me back to growing up on Staten Island in
1: Brooklyn. You know who could Ooh. do impeccably on like a meditation app? Our guest. It's, I was just going to say, I was like, is it our guest? Her voice is just, her voice, her voice is just like, like soothe, like it's butter. balm to my soul. It's yes. butter. It's just butter.
0: Just like but like
1: room temperature, room temperature
0: softens butter like the good. I'm sorry. We're doing Yasmin such a disservice right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this week we have Yasmin Crease Brown back on the show. First repeat. repeat. Yasmin joined us earlier this year. Time is a blur uh, <laughs> to talk about juice the game and yep this time she is on to talk to us about it girl Empire she's got journals she's coming out with a planner at some some mm-hmm. point next year which I'm so excited about but um, her journals are really beautiful each there's a series of astrology or zodiac signs um, which I love you'll hear me talk about this but I love that like the Capricorn one is not just neutral colors it's vibrant and beautiful and and each one represents a different type of woman and it's lovely and this endeavor she started on I think before juice the game right after she left the hedge fund world Um, and so she's relaunching that so we're talking about that we're talking about Aliens again, Spice worlds.
1: Of course, obviously. (laughs) I love that at one point we were having these really amazing conversations. And at one point she flipped the tables and started asking us questions. And Mm -hmm. she had some heavy hitters, some like really existential, beautiful questions. And so that was a fun little surprise
0: for sure. Yeah, yeah. They were definitely questions where I was like, if I was high right now, I would probably re- probably just start crying. Like, like no, I can't think about this. If I was high during that line of questioning, this would have been
1: a five to six hour podcast episode. So I'm very happy that I was not. And we mm. really drilled down. And she messaged us after on Instagram to just say like that our conversations, whenever they happen, are always just such... An amazing point in her day, and I couldn't agree more. And I really yeah. hope that our listeners feel the same way about this conversation. So, everyone, I really hope that you enjoy our talk with Yasmin Crease Brown, founder of Juice the Game and It Girl Empire. Yasmin, I think you are the first guest that's been on more than once. Oh, really? Oh my yes. god. That's been- mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I think because you're just a – I mean, everyone that we talk to is a straight-up boss because that's the nature of the podcast. But you are here for two completely different things. Right. Yeah. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. I feel like I might need you to break it down for me. So, It Girl Empire. Yes. I've seen the products. I've seen the beautiful – digital art the notebooks the soon-to-be planners I hear yes <laughs> but I, I like walk me through these different facets because you have the juice game and then you have it girl empire walk me through everything because I'm confused yeah do you just want to <laughs> do all the things because <laughs> I respect that
2: yeah so the tagline is inclusive publisher and mm. it's- if you think about it, publishers do a lot of things. They do board games. They do entertainment. They do books. And I figured, you know, that was the best way to describe what I'm doing. Um, The way I like to think about it is just recycling art and figuring out different ways to make things with art, (laughs) if you will. Um, But yeah,
1: that's the gist of it. What was the seed that you plant? Like, what was the root of the idea for It girl umpire where did it come from
2: oh, that's a great one so it actually the seed was planted years ago um okay. and i i really just wanted to start a community with like storytelling and um pretty much entrepreneur women who were ambitious who had lots of goals and um maybe didn't quite fit in with everyone else or, were you know, there wasn't a, a, um, a specific definition for what they represented. And that's where the name it girl came from, came from. Um, I did a relaunch because when I first started the, this project, I'll call it a project. Uh, I wasn't quite sure where I was going with it. Um, somehow art entered into the picture with the storytelling and then, That's where uh, bullpen came to play, but I've always loved art. I think I mentioned this last time. I've always loved Mm -hmm. art. I've always Mm -hmm. been into storytelling. It's kind of what I do now full time. The seed was planted years ago, and I guess everything just kind of happens for a
1: reason. I love that. And I have to say, I got the Aquarius notebook. I had to. There was (laughs) cheetah print happening. I was very, very into it. Can you describe a little bit, since we are an audio format, and I know that we can always direct people to go to look, but can you describe in your own words kind of the art, what people can expect, and the inspiration behind it?
2: Yeah, so we have uh, a wide variety of different journals, and the way I kind of put it today with everyone's questions, I posted some of the journals yesterday, and I got so many questions and feedback and love for them really um and someone said I don't know which one to buy first and I'm like well Mm -hmm. just whatever your mood is really I want to like really inspire people to feel what they're feeling and I feel like a lot of the a lot of the journals really play on your mood so Mm -hmm. if you guys um if you're listening out there (laughs) and you go to the (laughs) website you'll see that A lot of it deals with, like, nails and colors and zodiac signs. Um, We just launched a space theme uh, collection. Yes! Oh, yeah. And then there's also the inspirational ones as well. So um, a lot of it pulls on, like, your emotions and just what you're feeling and kind of putting feeling to paper.
1: And are you – I'm coming from, like, a completely – I'm a little bit of a dumbass, let's be honest. So (laughs) – are you the artist? Are you sourcing from various indie artists? Um, what what is it at right now? And then what is the vision?
2: Yeah, so I'm the visionary. I kind of see mm-hmm. a journal, and I find an artist to bring it to life. Um, some of the words I I do design some of the words. Um, so. The inspirational journa- journals. A lot of those have like words on them, like "the future is bright," "you got this." Um, so those plan words. I did that, but all of the art is outsourced, and we have artists from pretty much around the world. Pretty much a team of people. I wish it was just me doing the art, but absolutely not. I'm not that talented.
1: <laughs> um. Yet. <laughs> yeah. I yes. hear it takes practice.
2: It definitely takes practice. But I, I have no desire in mm. doing the art. I definitely just want to stick to being the visionary behind what's coming to life. Um, some of the characters that you see are actually women from social media. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Yeah. And so, like, the Aquarius journal you, you bought, I actually saw that outfit on someone. Um, and then played with the words and the necklace and then the design and the necklace. Um, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a cool little mixture of like reality. And then I guess, escape, escapism art.
1: Yeah. It was very on point. Like I didn't, I browsed the other zodiac signs but I went directly to mine obviously in a little bit of an egotistical fashion and I was like this captured it like the the Aquarius nameplate necklace the cheetah print like
0: yes this is Aquarius. Lex did you look at Capricorn by chance? <laughs> I did look at Capricorn yeah. Oh, it's Capricorn's like this... fun. <laughs> I, I love so I love the Capricorn one because it's got like it's this beautiful like hot pink with cherries like it's bright and vibrant and I feel like Capricorn's like all right this is a rant but ColourPop (laughs) recently like released like a color palette and each zodiac has like four shades and I was like I bet I bet that Capricorn's gonna be like browns it's gonna be like muted colors and of course it is because that's like the only like Capricorns are like kind of boring so I love that it's bright and vibrant and fun and like because we get we get that reputation so much and I'm like okay like they're Capricorns are chaotic like what are we doing uh <laughs> but I love like I love that there's a distinct personality to all of these journals and um to the artwork and I love I don't know I saw the Capricorn one and I was like I have to order this because yes. uh look at her look at her she's beautiful so
2: <laughs> well,
0: thank I, you. I love have- it
2: Well, thank you. I do realize, though, that some of these um, personalities, you put that perfectly, don't um, really represent, you know, they don't represent everyone. So we're definitely working on having a number two, a number three addition to each of the zodiac signs. So hopefully people can find like what suits them. My mom was like, I definitely can't buy that for my friend. Her boobs are hanging out and my mom's in her (laughs) her girl's 50s. So I get it. There's, you know, there's a generational thing to it. There's a fashion thing to it. And so mm-hmm. I do want to, I, the point of this really is to be inclusive. I didn't really want to use the word diverse because I think that a lot of companies definitely claim to be diverse, but their form of diversity is just bring to um, the pretty much bringing to you guys, a marginalized, I'll just say a marginalized uh, group of people. Mm-hmm. And, Although that's beautiful and, and representation is important, to me, it's so important that inclusiveness is also brought into the picture. Because if you just have you know a group of people that are considered diverse, but there's only one group of people, to me, that yeah. defeats the purpose. I, I definitely want to make um, Acre Empire as inclusive as possible. So when my mom said that, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like, definitely not following the mission and the vision on this. Um, So expect more if you, you know, if you want to hold out on the Capricorn, definitely feel, you know, feel to do so. Oh, no.
0: I'm going for this one. (laughs) I love this
1: one. Uh, Well, well, I think what we can relate on is like, I, I think Lex is this way. I'm this way. I don't know if Yasmin, you're this way or if, you know, our listeners are this way, but... There can never, there is no limit. The limit does not exist to how many notebooks and journals (laughs) I own. Like, (laughs) I have so many notebooks and journals that are blank, that are sitting in a box or sitting somewhere around my house. And I'm like, I'll get to it. Or I'll just put it on the table and don't even want to crack it open because it's so pretty. So I feel mm -hmm. like you nailed it with journals because that is something that I feel like so many people can't get enough of. Mm.
2: Well, I'm glad to hear it because I feel the same exact way, which is why I'm super (laughs) excited about the planner as well. I think the planners are more, they guide you on a journey more so, whereas a journal, you can do whatever you want with it, you know, draw little doodles, notes, whatever. But a planner is really a guided journey. And so I'm excited about the planner. I think that, um, of course, I'm going to keep the same look and make it Mm -hmm. artful, but also a journey- uh for like self-care and just um yeah I'll 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 leave it at that (laughs) self-care
0: no I want to know more I I know I was gonna ask I was like so like (laughs) what's because there's so like I Julie I don't know if you're also this way I like I can't tell you how many planners I have that I'm like yeah it's fine but for me personally there there is one that I've used that has like the it kind of at the very beginning it's like let's break down the goals that you want to achieve and break them down into bite-sized bits and then you and then you put that into the planner and it's like it, it's there's intention behind it and I find that I use that a lot more than ones that are like a standard planner so you you were mentioning self-care like is there are there certain milestones that you're planning on building into it to help keep people engaged with the planner yeah. You're such a fucking Capricorn sorry what. <laughs>
1: well because you mentioned that and i was like yeah no like the, the the planners that like maybe give you a prompt to do shadow work or like creative yes. writing prompt or something and yeah. you were like the ones that take your goals and break them down and give you a plan like <laughs> such
0: capricorn energy well, well it's t- it's tied into self-care look That's i'm very That's disorganized true. i know i fool a lot of people <laughs> but
2: <laughs> well that that honestly um That was a great question because like, yes, um, there's different monthly inserts that go with mental awareness. I co-wrote the planner with a therapist. So there's a lot of behavioral, um, exercises in there as well. And the goal outside of self-care is to really think about what is it that you're passionate about? What's your vision in life, your, your goals, um, and how do you bring those to fruition? How you make those come true, and so there's also a, um, uh, wow, you know what? I'm never doing a late podcast again. I, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing right now. <laughs> a vision board. There's also a vision board spread.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs>
2: there as well. Yeah. So you can like do a little vision board and really think about what is it that you truly want to do in life. Um, that's been a theme for me for the past four or five years working with, the nonprofit I work with and guiding students on how to really go for their, their career goals. And I realized that having a nine-to-five job, of course, is a lot different than um, pursuing something a little bit more creative. So I think I found a way to mesh the two, hopefully, but um, you guys can be the judge of that. But I, I guarantee you, it's a great read. I lo- Every time I read it, I feel so inspired and just refreshed. So I'm, I'm excited to, to share it. I've had this, by the way, for about two years now. So uh, <laughs> I mean, When yeah. is it
1: coming? When do we get it? Yeah. When do the people get it?
2: I will not say a date, but okay. we'll be here by next
0: next year, for sure. So are you going to do a pre-order for it?
2: Um, No, I don't think so.
0: Are you like, I'm just going to put it out there? I'm just going to put it out fine. there.
2: I haven't really. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't been my vibe, but hopefully you know what it is out there hopefully people read it because I really do hope that it changes lives and and gets people thinking um the person that I co-wrote it with her vocabulary was really um vivid and so she brought a lot to it uh and so it's her mind and my mind mashed together and I really I think that That's what makes it so different is her background um, with uh, psychology and then my background with career development and also, I guess, uh, creative design technically too.
1: Wow. 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 Okay. So I've been saying this, We, a lot of people have been saying this for the past two years, like 2020 is going to be our year. Obviously not. 2021 is going to be our year. (laughs) Obviously still not. But I feel it in my bones. 2022 will be our year i feel a shift in the universe and the fact that we're getting this planner in 2022 i'm like okay this is another piece another piece of evidence that is telling me yes it's going to be our <laughs> year
2: yeah i mean i love the number 22 because my birthday's on march 22nd so you know totally aries but mm-hmm. i agree um i feel great about 2022 um, I, 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 there's no denial that the past two years were really tough on everyone. Um, um, yeah, but I think it, it also, I saw so many small businesses spark from it. And so yes, yeah. I think we're all heading in the right direction. We can just continue to be responsible and have that, you know, that, uh, hope that everything will be okay. Uh, but I'm, I'm for it.
1: 100%. We're going to have to, and then maybe... Perhaps you will do a It Girl Empire launch party and Lex and I will come out and crash it.
2: Oh, that wonderful. For the <laughs> well, introvert self that I am, I'm actually a super introverted person. And so the thought of having a party gives me so much anxiety. <laughs> I'll just say that out <laughs>
1: Okay, we'll do a, sl- we'll do like a very intimate slumber party.
2: That's a- okay. I'm for that. <laughs>
1: Dope. Just got like footie
0: pajamas, the whole thing. Snacks. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> the Spice Girls cannot forget that. Uh, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> Julia is losing her mind. I, I, I can't. Especially since we last spoke, I've still been on this train like bring back Spice World, bring back Spice World, make it streaming. Like I have been threatening to to send people VHS tapes and like to get a petition going. We need it streaming. I'm sorry, this is this is gonna become a Spice Girls episode very quickly if I don't
0: get off this train. <laughs> this I mean, honestly, it's probably just a Spice Girls podcast at this point. Like, right. I'm actually gone.
2: surprised it hasn't happened yet. Um, maybe they're holding out on us and they plan- they're plan they planning something big. I have no idea why it's not on Netflix. I don't understand it. I don't
1: know. Okay, <laughs> I me. hope that that's the truth. Like, I hope they're waiting for some huge, big bonanza. And maybe Posh will come back. I know she's got a lot going on, but maybe mm-hmm. she'll come back. And then they're going to do a huge reunion tour. I'm very into it. I mean, if Elton John is still touring and he keeps saying, This is my last tour, <laughs> Cher keeps saying, This is my last tour, and they're yeah. all still touring, bring back the Spice Girls. Bring it yeah. back.
2: Make it make sense for all of the-
1: <laughs> Make it make sense. That, okay. If that happens in 2022, then we know that we're alive, we're okay, we're on the mend. <laughs> the apocalypse has not happened, we're not in a simulation. Or we are, oh, so. and someone has
0: taken <laughs> pity on us and given, like, thrown us a bone. So no pressure to the Spice Girls or anything. But... Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> Make it happen.
1: It. We should just we should go on tour. Well, you're an introvert. <laughs> I was gonna say we should we should just go on tour as a Spice Girls cover band. Ooh. Um, we just need two more people. Or three, if Yasmin, if you want to be the tour manager.
2: <laughs> yeah, that sounds better.
0: <laughs> Yasmin's like, no, 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 you, you two Got it. weirdos do it.
2: <laughs> but I have a question. So, What's wrong with the assimilation? Like, you don't, does that not, like, appeal to you?
1: <laughs> no, simulation. Like, we're all in the Matrix. Oh, okay, yeah. I
2: see, I see.
1: Those have been some of the theories being floated around, right? Like, the Mayans were right. The world did end in 2012. We've all been living in a simulation. And, and some, this is obviously for the stoners out there. And obviously, (laughs) this is what our world is now. And so whatever happens is just we're at the mercy of whoever's playing the Sims.
2: Right. Okay. So I guess the question still stands with the simulation. Would you be okay with that? Like, how would you feel about that?
1: I mean, okay, so I've given this some thought. No one has asked me this question yet, but I'm ready for (laughs) it. So thank you for that. This is the moment. Thank you for asking. Um, I feel like it's hard to gauge because what if the world out there is worse? Mm. So, but also, this goes back to our previous conversation of extraterrestrials. What if they're the ones... That are controlling the simulation. I would want to be pulled out of it just so I can meet them. Just so I could see, okay, what technology do you have? What's going on? But I feel like considering that I have a regularly scheduled existential crisis as I am existing in this world. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I knew that we were in a, like confirmed, knew we were in a simulation, came out of it saw what the world was like outside of it i might combust like spontaneously combust
2: <laughs> yeah <I think> so. <laughs> probably so what if like okay what if let's go with this what if this yes. is all a dream god's dream
1: okay i see you biggie this is yeah. all a dream yeah mm. god's dream
2: but do you think sims actually dream when they're sleeping
1: I okay.
0: I do I personally don't like, dream. So yeah. ah, so maybe only some Sims do. Like the ones who have the certain expansion pack. Like some of us <laughs> dream. Damn it! Some I knew Sims.
1: I was V one. <laughs> I knew I was an unevolved Sim.
0: <laughs> now you just got to update your software,
2: unprogram uh, and reprogram. Yeah,
0: re uh, yeah. power cycle that that ish. Yeah. If, um, if this is somebody's dream, I feel like they took way too much melatonin or something like (laughs) it yeah i often think about that like is this are we here and it doesn't help when people like deja vu is just a an example of like a glitch in the matrix when Mm. people point out stuff like that i'm like you're not helping you're not helping the panic that i feel (laughs) like oh no uh i agree yeah but then i wonder i i hear you
1: Both Uh of you. And I raise you. You talked about deja vu. What about intuition? How do you explain Mm. intuition? Like the fact that you feel pulled to something, but you then have to make the choice of whether
0: or not to listen to it or to go into that direction. Riddle riddle me this. Okay. Going back to simulation, if it's like a video game and there's something like glowing off in the distance, right? Like you as the player like, I should go do that. I'm going to go over here, though, and do something else first, and then I'll come back to that door that's highlighted. And then you forget about the door. Like, maybe that's what that is. Hmm. I feel like there's going to be a way we can spin it either
2: way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Whatever's thought is technically, like, reality-ish, I guess. But I, I don't know. Like, for me, when I – I I personally think that um well I think that we're not alone. We talked about that last time.
0: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um it it's impossible that we are in my opinion. Um if yeah. space is really, you know, what it what they say it is doesn't make sense for us to be alone. Yeah, something created, obviously us. I
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, God the creator whoever you believe in. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. It's uh for me, I, I think I like to think that this is a dream. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I think the fact that we dream kind of gives it away for me. I've always thought that.
1: Oh so what happens when the dreamer wakes up? And is it is it one dreamer that we're all in this dream, or is it some sort of like collective dreaming?
2: That's a good question. Maybe not even like a literal dream. Maybe just something that was, I don't know. These are questions that no one really knows the answer to, right? That's a good one. I don't know.
1: This is freaking me out, y'all. This is like, (laughs) sorry, Julia. This is, this is, (laughs) wow, I'm going to have a lot of things to journal about in my new journal. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, I'm an Aquarius. You can't tell me these things because I immediately just start writing the plot to the next movie that Steven Spielberg is going to direct after West Side Story. Now that it's coming out, okay. oh,
2: there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so It Girl is is publishing, but is that like paper publishing? Because we you. You mentioned video games. Would you get into video games? Because this right now is a concept for a video game.
2: No, ma'am, I would never get into a video game. Why? Um, I don't know. I just feel like that's not my realm. I think I like print. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I've done so far has definitely been like print. But you know, if 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 it were to evolve into that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop it, but. It's definitely not a goal, but someone has actually mentioned that. Um, someone had mentioned that juice should be a video game, and I just don't. I don't know. I never really considered going into that um, that industry. That industry is super competitive and expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you have to know. You have to really know what you're you're doing, or I guess hire people that know what they're doing. Um, but. I should never. I shouldn't say never. I'll leave it at that. I don't know if that was even an answer, but I'll leave it at
1: that. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. There are a few, like, comedic shows or movies about that world. Like, Mythic Quest Mm -hmm. on Apple TV is all about some, like, the company that designs a, like, World of Warcraft-esque game. And there's Grandma's Boy, obviously,
0: but it's it's obviously obviously i think you're the only person i know who's talked about grandma's boy in like the past five to six years like the only person and that's not a judgment i just once a year just to jog my memory (laughs) on the lines Uh,
1: i've never heard of it it's so stupid it's like adam sandler's (laughs) b-team So, like, a lot of, like, the B-team people from Adam Sandler's movies, and I think his company may have produced it, but, like, Linda Cardellini's also in it. And it's basically this, like, middle-aged dude who plays as, like, a video game designer or tester or something, and he gets kicked out of his apartment and goes to live with his grandma, and he's, like, this major, like, irresponsible stoner, and obviously, like, antics ensue. Hmm. If you like, like, literally any Adam Sandler movie, you'll like this movie. (laughs) And if you don't, highly recommend you don't watch. Okay, no comment. (laughs) Fair, fair. That's completely fair. I know Adam Sandler is very divisive. Okay, so no video games. Any other products that you can talk about, that you're thinking about creating? I'm trying to get all the, like, give me the scoop.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I just, I shamelessly just looked up Adam Sandler, and um, <laughs> I, okay, I know who you're talking about now. I'm okay. So <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm horrible with names, but if you show me a face, I'll, I'll know who you're talking about.
1: He's got a very recognizable face, yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, he's... <laughs> Yeah, he's funny. Uh, but I uh, to go with the storytelling. Um, back to that, I do uh, write comics, and so on the website there's a comic there, a web comic, and I actually already have the whole plot figured out. It's pretty cool. It's all females. Um, Hell yeah! Yeah! Hell yeah! Was the original. Uh, seed to this but then now there's smiley university and there'll be other universities as well and i think that's as far as i'll go in regards to um bringing these like thoughts and ideas to like life yeah um but yeah i'm super excited about the comic uh it's been a lot of fun it's a way less competitive industry (laughs) It's yeah. a lot more relaxed, um, and it's fun. And so, if I'm not having fun, then I probably won't take interest into it. But um, I'm excited to see where it goes. If you haven't checked it out already, definitely go check it out. I'm already in love with the characters, and I think once people see where I'm going with it, I think everyone will be a little bit more like hooked in. I don't. I hate talking about <clears throat> the comic because I don't want <clears throat> to. Excuse me, give it away because then you'll have no point in you know there's no point in like checking it out you already know what's going to happen um but yeah it's definitely space themed i'll say that
1: <laughs> yes it is
2: <laughs> super galactic i'll say that um but it it's pretty cool and i bring all my my weird thoughts to it um yes. <laughs> yeah and so we'll see it unfold
1: yeah and it's beautifully illustrated thank you i'll i'll say that for sure yeah. okay selfish question so i like a lot of our listeners, I worked, and like you as well, because you have a, a corporate finance background, worked a lot in and had my life revolve a lot around practical, logical. And so now I'm trying to foster my creativity. And I find that I'm continuously hitting roadblocks. And like you were saying, I try to remind myself like if I'm not having fun, let me find something that is fun and, and chase that down. But it's so sometimes I get lost in the weeds. So uh, what are your secrets to staying in the fun or f- seeking out
0: the fun?
2: Ooh, yeah, that, that's a good, good. one. I need, um, it.
0: I need it. I'm struggling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I have an answer, but I won't say it. <laughs> um, <sighs> You're uh,
1: killing
2: me. <laughs> PG answer. I just channel. <laughs> I can't. How do I even answer this?
1: <laughs> I know. It's like, uh, it's okay. like something that's so, okay, please do. Cause I feel like it is something that's so personal, yeah. but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely find that for me, you know, I have been learning a lot specifically in terms of screenwriting. And yet every time I sit down and stare at the blank page, I'm like, I can't, I, I know I can do this, but it just feels so overwhelming to me.
2: Yeah. So for that, I, I do have an answer for that. Um, I, okay. take, I, I take it page by page, okay. um, but I usually have, I usually know where I, I want to end up. Um, I have, I start from the end and okay. then mm-hmm. away there. And so... For me, I utilize every moment to be a plot twist and somehow figure out how to get back to, you know, the direction where I want to go. And so I think Mm -hmm. if you just think about it in regards to um, the bigger picture, what are you, where are you going with it? And then from there, just kind of make up, you know, just kind of include anything that really comes to mind. I know that sounds really sporadic, um, but that's how Mm -hmm. I write. Uh, I definitely don't have it all, all the middle figured out. I have the beginning and then the end. And Mm -hmm. then I kind of just figure out the middle as I go.
1: No, that's great advice. Because the beginning is what always traps me. Mm -hmm. It's so overwhelming to me. So I'll try starting at the end and seeing how that informs my writing. Thank you. Yeah,
2: well, not start at the end, but kind of just think Mm -hmm. about, okay, where do I want this to end? And then... I try, I really try not to overthink it. I will say that. And I can really overthink things. (laughs) Like if I'm good at anything, it's overthinking. (laughs) But when I, when I write, I write when I'm ready. And so I don't have, I'll just be honest. I don't have like a planned, okay, Monday, I'm going to write this unless, um, unless it's due, then I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, I have to write this, but Mm -hmm. I, I don't really plan out my writing sessions, they kind of just come to me and I'm like, Oh wait, that's really good. Or I'll use a conversation that I'm having and then think, okay, wait, this would, you know, this kind of like plot twist would make really would make a really good, um, scene in this. Um, so I use like real world, um, situations as well that I'm going through or just conversations that random conversations that I have with people as well to inspire me. Um, But yeah, I, I, what I don't do is overthink it. I just kind of let it flow when it happens, it happens. And yeah.
0: Have you been writing in that style? Have you been surprised by any of the twists that have happened or any of the like decisions the characters have made? Like maybe you thought that like this character behaves this way. And then in a certain moment you're like, this is the only character that it makes sense for like this thing to happen to, or for them to take this particular action and, been kind of surprised by that
2: yeah I have and um I have actually been surprised in a way where one character seems so innocent and sweet and then a couple of days later I'm like wait that's the villain (laughs) um so yeah I have definitely been Mm -hmm. super surprised by um by the way that my non-methodical way of doing this um (laughs) but it makes it fun for me as well and i think that's what keeps me interested if i i did it in a way that i found to be boring then i probably wouldn't i probably wouldn't finish it but making it this way just keeps me the writer interested um but i wish i could tell you guys like the whole plot
1: <laughs> okay are you the dreamer is this your dream is this are you <laughs> the one responsible for the simulation.
2: Wait, let me sip my mimosa. No, I am
1: not. <laughs> Please.
2: <laughs> that would creep me out more than you.
1: No. <laughs> would it, though?
2: It would, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> because especially if she didn't know. <laughs> that would mean that I didn't wake up and I'm still dreaming. You know, that has no repercussions on you. That means i'm
0: i'm sleeping oh yeah yeah you're the vulnerable one yeah exactly in that situation oh no i i oh i love the the dreamer theory it also (laughs) making me a little uncomfortable now i'm like oh no oh i'm full sweating i'm full (laughs) sweating (laughs) giving julia the sweats accomplished (laughs)
1: That's the only way that I show emotion, any emotion. Sadness, sweat, <laughs> anger, sweat, stress, sweat. The only difference is when I'm happy, I cry. Okay. Still a little leaky. Is
2: that an Aquarius? Always. Or is I'm that... always leaky.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I mean, we are the water bearers. Mm, okay. You're also the, so... like the aliens of the Zodiac, so I think that would make sense. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And feelings. Feelings are hard for us.
1: We don't do mm-hmm. well
0: with feelings. We mm-hmm. love to give yeah.
1: them and make people feel things, but feeling them ourselves, we are, we feel like we're impenetrable sometimes mm-hmm. and we're not. No, nobody is. We're all going to leave yeah. this conversation in a full existential <laughs> tailspin. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'm Sorry,
2: gonna definitely going to have to write some stuff down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know maybe this is a conversation that I'm going to come out of here and just be completely inspired to finally finish my screenplay. Do Ooh. it. Do you want to share, like,
2: what it's about or, like, a theme?
1: So something I've been going through personally is this. I've been working through it in therapy um, based on some trauma that I had. You know, I'm a first, I came to America as an immigrant. My family's from the Soviet Union. I had a very kind of in-between worlds upbringing that led to a lot of culture clash, a lot of unmet expectations, a lot of perfectionism, a lot of, I had death, I had grief in my family. What's hard for me is, I have like the idea or I'll get the inspiration and I'll see it and I'll know my characters and I'll have all of the pieces. But then when it comes time to putting it together, I get lost in the weeds and I start thinking of like, okay, there's a three act structure and there's an inciting incident and like all that BS of like the details that are there for a reason. They make sense. They, you know, make a sellable script, whatever, whatever. But it just, I get too focused on, okay, what is my scene here? How does it make sense instead of just letting the story guide me? That's where I get lost.
2: Right. Right. That makes a lot of sense. I I was listening to an audio book the other day and it talked about uh, well-roundedness and how a lot of people were kind of stared in the wrong way of thinking that they needed to be super well-rounded, like in high mm. school, college, mm-hmm. whatever, but um long story short you know you don't hire a lawyer who's well-rounded you hire a lawyer who's good at what he does right you don't really care if your lawyer plays the saxophone and can (laughs) do all these other things like can you do the job so I think when it comes to writing you know I I, maybe this goes for like everyone like maybe we shouldn't focus on like the well-roundedness of it but really focus on the intention and the message and just make sure that it makes sense make it yeah. make sense but like you know just make sure that it, it's good to whatever you think you know is good you yeah. use some words and I'm like what is that I don't know what that means <laughs> and um, yeah. in regards to, like the the mechanics of writing and I I didn't go to school for writing I went to school for accounting but I'm um, writing comic books I think for me I think if it just like if, if it's your vision and, and you're doing it correctly to what you think is correct, then I think that's that's all that really matters.
1: Yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah. So true. <sighs> Pitter patter. My little <laughs> Grinch heart. <laughs> yeah. Because it's also like, to what Yasmin's saying, it's about telling your story the way that you want it told. But yeah. I also, a note taking a class, you're like, oh, there's... They're looking for these X, Y, Z things. The, I think the cool part, though, is you get to break the rules once you know them. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, just, just break the rules. <laughs> Not very
1: that I can do very well.
0: I As know. an Aquarius.
1: That I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> what? I have to do it that way? Fuck that. Sure. I'm going to do it this other way that's way harder and is going to take way longer and is... <laughs> definitely like off the beaten path but that's more yeah. fun. That's where I yeah. thrive. I thrive in chaos. I I it's interesting because I spiral out mentally but then in retrospect I'm like, "Oh yeah, that was a fun adventure. That was a fun little off yeah.
0: road."
2: Yeah. Nice little story.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I I wanted to go back to something you were saying earlier, Yasmin, about, like, when things aren't fun, you were like, okay, I'm over it. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm done with that. Was, was there, like, a particular, th- like, thing getting involved with something where you were, like, where that kind of became your rule? Or has that been your rule since you got out of, like, really got out of the finance world?
2: Mm, that's a great question. I think that I was um that well-rounded person that I mm-hmm. I spoke about that I wish I I wish like in hindsight I wasn't um I was definitely by the books um in high school I wanted to like go to Harvard I interviewed with Harvard I didn't get in but I interviewed with them um totally bombed that interview <laughs> uh but I think that's all for the better I, I don't know like well-roundedness in in my mind now It's almost like a, I don't want to say it's a waste of time, but I think that, um, and I'll get get back to your question, but I think that we definitely take away from people's creative like genius when we push push on them these like standards to be the best and go to like an Ivy school and then get a hedge fund job and then, you know, have six kids. Well, no one has six kids anymore. I don't know. Have three kids and get married and buy a house. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think that's for everyone. And so um, being such a by-the-book person, even like majoring in accounting, I think that proves that I was such a by-the-book person. I just got burnt out by it. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think, uh, I think I just decided that, I don't know where uh, along the line I, I, I did this, but I just decided that I'm going to just start living my life for me and how I want my life to be um and my standard of perfect is perfect Um, uh, but it was definitely after I quit my hedge fund job um that's when I started um this project it girl and it was totally not by the book totally black sheep of my family but you know I and it I didn't expect it to make me any money I just did it because it was fun right I just did it because yeah. it was something to do how to meet new people express myself allow others to express themselves as well um, and for a while I was just interviewing people and getting um, to know them and, and getting them to explain like what makes them an it girl at the time I had this like little vendetta of like what an actual girl is um, pretty much like by the book beautiful perfect blah, blah blah that's not really the case in my opinion and that was my mm-hmm. goal at the time with it. And then that's when like art entered into the picture and it just kind of manifested into its own little thing. Um, but did I answer your question? I feel like I just went on a tangent.
1: (laughs) Yes, you did. Okay, (laughs) good. So how would you describe a girl now?
2: Oh, you hit me with a solid question. (laughs) Um, I wouldn't, honestly, I would say she's every single Zodiac journal on the website. Yes, um, yeah, definitely not definable um yeah.
1: I love that. What is the website? Let people know where they can read the comic, shop the journals, all the things.
2: Yeah. So it's itgirlempire.org, i t g r l empire.org and everything's on there. Uh right now I'm having a 25% off Black Friday deal. We have some great journals, as I spoke about, some cool wall prints, the webcomic, which is free. Um, we add new content every three weeks. And yeah, yeah definitely nice. feel free to check it out. Uh, if you have any suggestions or comments or whatever, you guys can also find me on uh, Instagram, itgirlempire. Um, and then my personal is Yasmin Iman. Yes.
0: Yeah. Thank All that you. information will be in the show notes as well.
1: Yeah, we'll hook that up for sure. And then Yasmin, since you are our first guest to be back more than once, you already know the drill. We'd love to end the show with the wreck of the Week, something that is giving you life this week that you want to share with our audience. Do you have one on hand? Um,
2: I should, right? Because I know the drill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is me every week and like I co-host and I'm always like, oh, a recco. Ah. So it's me this week. You're in good company. company, Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I think just to like go based off of what we were talking about, um, definitely don't feel pressured to be a well-rounded person. I think if anything, you should feel pressured to be what you feel talented at and focus on that. Everyone has a, a gift. Everyone is gifted. I truly believe that. Everyone has like a good genius gift. Mm-hmm. And I think once you just channel that and figure out what your purpose is in life with that gift, go for that. Don't, you know, don't blind out and and just forget the noise around you. Being well-rounded is a waste of time. <laughs> I would <don't laughs> say that. And just focus on what makes you happy and what, you know, what you find fun
1: i love that all right i'm gonna go cry in a corner from joy thank you
2: (laughs) well thank you guys for having me this was so much fun
1: literally anytime always
0: always let's do some recos of Of the the week week. i can't
1: wait to auto tune. one of these days we're gonna harmonize (laughs) oh please auto-tune
0: do we want to try that recco one more time the, of the Week.
1: <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brown leather, yellow leather, brown leather. <laughs> warming up, warming up. Red
0: leather, yellow leather, red leather. There, that's leather. it. That's it. That's I, it. I think brown leather, brown. Too. Cow. There you go. There you go. You got this. You're a theater major. Boom. There you go. Sixty thousand dollars in debt. <laughs> let me let me Just feel zam. it. Let me feel it in my lowest <laughs> chakra. Okay. I wish that this was a joke julia this is this is what theater school is it's waking up at 8am to have somebody tell you to lay on the floor and feel your spine and be like but don't fall asleep you're going to fall asleep please,
1: please. Sorry. i'm going to need i'm going to need to i'm going <laughs> to i'm going to leave right after this drive to your apartment <laughs> i'm going to Celine Dion that shit and i'm going to make you reenact that for our tiktok i'm gonna be like chris jenner is like yeah i'm gonna be like chris jenner with my little canon camera oh boy boy. like when kim k was shooting playboy
0: with my little canon (laughs) digital camera
1: sweetie exactly exactly should we try (laughs) to let's try it yeah Reco's of the week.
0: Figure it out. It's beautiful. It'll be beautiful. Don't worry about it. Amazing.
1: I trust you and believe in you. (laughs) Charlie Pooth, who? Charlie Pooth could never. Nope. Nope.
0: (laughs) Julia, hit me with your (laughs) recco.
1: Okay. All right. Bear with Mm. me. I will. I I don't have a recco this week. And that is also my rec. So mm-hmm. let me unpack that. Yep, do it. This this purpose of this segment is meant to be: what are we doing this week, or what have we exposed ourselves to that gives us joy, gives us purpose, lights up our life?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We just bought a house. We've moved into said house, and. Everything that I have been doing is shoulds. So mm. I should be unpacking these boxes. I should be painting the insides of these cabinets. I should be, should be, should be. And I was reflecting back and I was like, I have done nearly nothing this week that like brought me joy or brought me mm. You know how when you do something, whether it's reading a book you really love or watching something on TV or dancing around your house, whatever it is, you lose yourself. Time no longer exists. Mm -hmm. You, it moves too fast and too slow at the same time. I have done nothing like that this past Mm -hmm. week. And it's made me realize that I need to kind of reset where I'm at and I need to play a little more and I need to get that joy. So my reco is take an inventory of your day or your Mm -hmm. week or your weekend or whatever, especially as we head into the holidays, which could be a very high stress time for a lot of people take inventory and see, are you doing a lot of shoulds and not a lot of fun, joyful, playful things. Mm -hmm. And If you are doing too many shoulds, then maybe you take a little bit of time, maybe you block out an hour on your calendar, maybe you take a long bath, whatever it is that you like to do for yourself, take the inventory of your time and see that you're choosing to spend it wisely for, to kind of refill yourself. And if you are, if you do take inventory and you say, yes, no, obviously I'm doing something that brings me joy please call me, call us, and <laughs> yeah. share it with us as a RECO of the Week. Our number is 707-892-0401. Leave us a voicemail. But if you take inventory and you're like, nope, I do need to play more, I do need to frolic more, mm-hmm. then do it. But first piece is awareness. So that's my, like, RECO, non-RECO RECO. I love
0: that thank you yeah i think thank it's you. especially i don't know if you felt this way i know i have a couple of times where i'm like oh no i don't have a reco i don't have a thing mm-hmm. and so that re- it, it it becomes instead of it being a joy it's now a stress mm-hmm. and so then it's like oh shit well it, it when it starts to feel like homework right like you don't yeah. that's not the point of of this segment this point is to like you said what's the thing that's bringing you joy if the thing that is bringing you joy is like taking an afternoon nap or going on a walk or not doing anything then yeah. that's that's great that whatever is fulfilling your life in in a way um that adds value to you and your personal being yes. versus feeling like you have to do something to to add to the conversation
1: but 100% I 100% i feel like as we grow up or like when we're kids we like want to grow up because we Mm -hmm. want more freedom, but we also kind of want more responsibility. Like we want to be the ones that make the decisions. And then we get here and we get so lost in what that means, right? What it needs to look like to be an adult, what it needs to like, are we making the right decisions? How are we making these decisions? How are other people perceiving the decisions we make when in reality, We need to go back to that mentality of how we were when we were kids, Mm -hmm. when we were like, when I'm an adult, I'm going to call all the shots. And literally just remember, like, you're the adult now. If you want to eat birthday cake for breakfast, that's your prerogative. Do it. it. Like, don't feel the need to be a certain type of adult now that you're here.
0: Yeah. I have to wonder, and not to send us into a tangent, because I feel like this could easily do this, but, (laughs) but that idea of like, when you're a kid and you so badly want to be an adult, like you want to be a grown up, Mm -hmm. right? Because you want more responsibility or you want to be able to call the shots. I I wonder, just listening to you say that, I was like, I wonder if it's that you want more responsibility or that you want people to view you as more responsible slash treat you with respect. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if when you're an adult, that's when you get respect. You don't get respect as a kid. So I'm kind of like, I wonder if we gave kids the respect that they deserve because they are people. They're little Mm -hmm. people, but like they're, you know, they're still figuring out the world. But so are adults. Spoiler alert. Like, yeah. Would kids want to grow up as much? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they still do because they want to be able to drive or like do whatever. And they can't because they're, you know, their feet don't reach the pedals yet. (laughs) Uh, And also they're not. 16. Um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, Oh, I wonder how much of that is just like wanting to be respected. And yeah. So often kids aren't,
1: I agree with you. And I also feel like, what are we defining that respect as like, is a kid mm-hmm. who watches a parent put on a suit and tie, take a briefcase, get in the car with their cup of coffee, go to work and then come home. Like, is that what we as a society have told children is like what they need to look forward to. Because now that I'm here, I'm like, no, 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 no. It's a lie. It is a lie. It's an illusion. Like nobody wants to get up at the butt crack of dawn to put on uncomfortable clothing, pants, fuck pants. (laughs) And then, have to, like, before the sun is even coming up, go sit in their car, frigid, while it warms up and defrosts, and then yeah. put, 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 drive to a job that I'm not about to, like, assume I know anybody's life, but <laughs> likely there's a level of stress there. There's yeah. a level of should there, maybe not yeah. so much play. And then you come home. And you're exhausted. And the what is the first thing you want to do when you get home, right? Take off your pants. Yeah. Get out of those clothes. We've been lying to our children.
0: Yes. I, I mean, uh, you know, I've had this conversation so much of like, yep. for me as a kid, I've always wanted to be an actor. I've always wanted to do yeah. a theater. I've always wanted to be an artist. And there were some people in my life who were super supportive of that. And then there were yeah. other people who were very much like. No, that's not mm-hmm. the way that the world works. No, you can't do that X Y Z thing. And I bought into that thinking. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm older, I'm finding out one that the people who were the loudest about that mm-hmm. are miserable, and they're like, "Oh, I I don't know what I'm talking about." And two, it's <laughs> nothing is certain. Like it, nothing is certain. It doesn't matter if you have a stable, steady job in a corporate setting. Mm -hmm. that can go away too for so many reasons like a Mm -hmm. company could decide to downsize it could fade out it you know up hopefully not this again a pandemic can hit and a bunch of people get laid off like life is unpredictable no matter what path you choose so you might as well do what the fuck you want because it's you don't know how much time you have not to get like super dark about it, but you don't know how much time you have. So do like find the ways that you can have joy. One of my favorite quotes is like, it's, I think it's from Kim Cattrall. And she's basically like, if I'm not having fun, I'm not doing it. Like, I love that. I love that fucking attitude. And you know, she's in a place in her life where she can have that kind of attitude, right? Like there are circumstances that people are born into, where maybe that can't be the attitude, but if you are at a place in your life where you can do that, or if there are things in your life where you're like, you know what? I don't want to do this. It does not bring me joy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Say no to it. If you can, yeah. like, fuck it. Anyway, that's.
1: That's why this pandemic has been a hit, like a it's been horrible in so many ways, yes. but it's been kind of a gift to some people in other ways in that I have so many friends that were laid off from for they were furloughed or laid off. Yeah. And they ended up, you know, picking up a new hobby, learning something new that ended up becoming a side hustle that is now a full-on business, right? Yeah. And it's, I have, you know, my friend Nora started getting into making these like resin trays and cups and containers. And she started playing around with it. And now she has an Etsy shop and her main, like her primary business she does a lot of like made to order stuff, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: she got this idea to basically take bouquets from special occasions like weddings and preserve the flowers in a resin tray so that oh. when a, a a bride or now a wife or a husband, you know, takes off jewelry and puts it on the tray or puts whatever on the tray, like that's their wedding bouquet. So like she got this idea and now she's booked up with commissions for months out and she loves it. She loves what she's doing. Her and her partner just bought her and her husband just bought a house. Like she was living in Brooklyn. She just bought a house in upstate New York for more space so that she can have an actual studio. Like, so it it's possible. I agree with you. Like find the fun, find the joy. And maybe it starts out. Maybe you're not chasing that all the time. Maybe it starts out that you just take an hour every week or maybe an hour every day or whatever the case may be. And before you know it, and I feel like we talked about this with Yasmin, your joy, what brings you joy, what gives you life will eventually be the direction you move in naturally. And the money will come. The money and the means will come.
0: Yeah. You'll find Away. And I think it is sort of like the law of attraction in a way. Uh be and it may not be the exact thing that you were going for, but again, mm-hmm. those opportunities sort of open up. We talked a lot of about this with Janae on our last episode of yeah. like you put the work in one place and doors open somewhere mm-hmm. else. So yep. the, the area you're putting the work in may not be the thing that launches you into the stratosphere, yep. but Something will when you are living a very purposeful life that you feel super fulfilled by. Mm-hmm. Prior your priorities shift, things just get pulled into you. Yeah. I'm a big believer of all of that. So, Ugh. amazing. Well,
1: what's Beautiful. your reco? You you let, me, uh, yeah. let, you let me know. So my reco is um, you shared a little bit about it off air with me. I did, I yeah. So for
0: everyone else to know. <laughs> Oh. My reco is a book called The Practice by Seth Godin. Um, it is a book that uh, was suggested to me by Bea Vallante. Um It's a book that they, every Tuesday, they, there's like little check-ins to see how people are doing with the book. But uh, so that's the book that we're reading right now. I am just starting on it because I'm just like really diving into being a member uh, with Bea Valiente. But so I was listening to it and it, touches on a lot of like what we talked with Janae about and what we talked with Yasmin about yeah. and what we've talked with so many guests about but it's really about taking your art taking the craft the thing that you want to hone in on and making that the practice making that the thing that you put effort into all of the time yeah. it talks a lot about one of the things that I really loved is one of the statements and I haven't gotten to the section where he dives more into it, but there's no such thing as writer's block. Right. And I know that's going to be a controversial opinion, but I'm a believer of that, that Mm -hmm. even if you're writing a story or you're trying to write poetry or something, and you're, Mm -hmm. you're hitting a creative wall and you can't move forward with that, write something else. Even if it's just stream of consciousness, even if it's like a really shitty short story, I also think I've known a few people who have learned to write, By copying down other stories like Mm -hmm. from their favorite author, picking their favorite passages, and then you get you start to understand, like, oh, this is how that author's writing structure is. And so, if you really like that writing structure, you can start to adapt that into your own. Um, but anyway, there's just there's all kinds of ways to get through that. And so, reading it, there are a couple of quotes, uh, that I would like to share. So, one of my favorite ones is. Um, the magic to creating is that there is no magic. It's not about magic. It's about practice. No. It's about putting in the work. It's about finding time, maybe 10, 15 minutes a day or an hour a day to dedicate to that thing that you want to be doing. Yeah.
1: And I know something that Sean Mendes said, I was watching an interview that he was doing and he said, That advice he got from Ed Sheeran when it comes to songwriting is if you haven't written in a while, and I'm sure it can Mm -hmm. apply to any kind of writing or or craft, but if you haven't done it in a while, then you just got to be okay with your first few pages or whatever being trash like yeah he said that it's like opening a faucet that hasn't been used in a long time you got to get mm-hmm. all the dirty water out first and flush it and then the clean water comes
0: yep yeah you've got to break through in some way i um yeah th- i can't remember where i got this from i think it may have been a, a ta in college but um i really wanted to write a uh, like one act play and I could not get it to work and she was like write it as a short story first and see what happens Mm -hmm. and so I did and then I was able to like take the short story and then turn it into this like one act that I was trying to write for a project but Mm -hmm. this idea of like you don't sometimes you get so caught up in like what you want the structure to be that you then you're slowly suffocating the art that you're trying to create so Mm -hmm let it be whatever it is. And then you can sort of mold it, you can mold it afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. And you can maybe take bits and pieces elsewhere. One of my favorite, so uh, as you all know, I'm a huge Fall Out Boy fan. One of my favorite things with certain albums is, because there were a lot of us who would go through, Pete once used to like post on Live Journal and Blogspot, and we would go through and we would read his journals. And then an album would come out and you would see these lines that he would written in his journals. And he just went through his writing and turned it into something else. Like there's so many ways that you can create future art with things that you've already done. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like, I think that's the beautiful thing about art is it's never finished even music. Sure. Maybe when you record it, I mean, Taylor Taylor Swift, right? Like she just re- she re-released mm-hmm. all of her music as her own version because of all of the Shit with lawsuit. Um, yeah. Lawsuit and all, you know, wanting to own her own music. But yeah. she's gone through and she's changed things. She's molded mm-hmm. it. If you see a musician live, like they play with the structure. I think that is so fucking dope when people do that. Um mm-hmm. but one of the other things from this book, uh, that I I like paused it because I'm doing the audiobook, went back a few times just to listen to it over and over again. Because I think it's really important and I've heard this from teachers, I've heard this from mentors and friends, and I've said it to people too, is that you get to define if you are an artist or not, Mm -hmm. right? Like simply saying I'm an artist makes you one. Mm -hmm. And I know some people would argue and say like, oh, well, you can't be an actor. I've never seen any, I've never seen you in anything. And it's like, that doesn't matter. Like the, the, the other quote that I really love is I am blank, but they just don't know it yet is totally different than I'm not blank because they didn't tell me I was. So the Mm. idea of like, you define who you are. Don't wait for other people to tell you, oh, now you're an actor. Oh, now you're a writer. Now you're a screenwriter. Now you're a makeup artist. Like, no, you get to be those things. Even if you never share that art with anybody else, which I do think like the point of art is to share it because you connect with other people. But even if it's just for you or even if it's just for one other person, mm-hmm. you're still an artist. And, yeah. you know, even if you're working in a corporate job or you haven't created in a while, it doesn't mean you're still not that thing. Like that's still a part of you. It's still there.
1: Yeah.
0: You just have to make space and time for those things to, to let them come out. So, yeah. Yeah. I love I'm love i about a, it's... F- a fourth of the way in. So I'm curious to see how, how it goes. <laughs> keep us posted because i'm also curious but i
1: i think it's exactly what we were just talking about earlier with like our child selves versus our adult selves right like Mm -hmm. a lot of what we do in our lives is reactionary to the beliefs of other people Mm -hmm. and the people that I'm most attracted to the energy that I'm most attracted to are the people we were talking about this off air about friends and how Phoebe is one of our favorite characters (laughs) because she just does her own thing and she thinks for herself and she learns in her own way through her own experiences rather than having Mm. other people tell her how she should be or how life should be or what kind of artist she is or whether she is or she isn't. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing. So I think it starts from getting to know yourself and then protecting that self. Yeah. And then evolving
0: with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard work, though. It is. Because it's, I think, especially like a life as a creative. Mm-hmm. So often it's and this is something that the author talks a lot about, Of like our society will tell you that wanting to be creative is wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that doesn't fit into the industrial society that we've created mm-hmm. for ourselves. It doesn't match up with what society deems is appropriate. So you have to be willing to fight against that mm-hmm. and to push against that. which i was like oh shit so the book is uh, at least the first couple chapters is like also a little like (laughs) anti-capitalist so (laughs) i was like oh hell yeah but it's you know he he states that very clearly like Mm -hmm. if you are trying to run a business or you know work in a field that is not uh The typical nine to five is not in a corporate setting. It's going Mm -hmm. to be difficult because people don't expect it to succeed. Yeah. At the same time, though, that's generally where success does come from is when you like we were talking about just a few minutes ago, Mm -hmm. when you follow that thing that pulls you forward, it sort of opens you up to to receive more success. So hell, yeah, it's really dope. It's on Audible. Um, That's where I'm listening to it. So drop the name of the author one more time yeah uh Seth Godin and the name of the book is The Practice he has a couple of other books which I have not listened to at all so uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) amazing
1: thank you for sharing that I'll definitely need to pick that up 100 Hundo P Hundo P (laughs) New Jersey
0: Uh, (laughs)
1: Goofy. I'm sorry, and also you're <laughs> Don't welcome. Apologize. Thank Aww, you.
0: Oh, this is the peony. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us. Um, you can find us on all of the socials. at uh, yes. the Peony Podcast. So be sure to follow us. Yes, and uh, yeah, please review. Us. Give us five yes. stars if you love us, because
1: that is what gets us those listens, and ultimately what brings us all together. And helps us connect to the guests that we bring on the show and Mm -hmm. the people that end up listening like yourselves and brings us all together. So thank you so much for being here. Come back soon. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Nickelodeon.